All right, everyone. Welcome to Tonecast 81. I'm Brian Porter here with Marco Gonzalez. What's up today, Marco? Hey, what's up, everybody? It's a Thursday today, and it's kind of kind of cloudy today in Boise. But it is. It's, it's, a good, a, it's a good coffee day. It's a good coffee day, which that's what we like around here. Perfect for podcasting. Yes. So uh, coffee and podcasting is is essential. Mm-hmm. Although I have my my coffee kind of like slightly out of reach, so I'm hoping I don't I don't reach for it during the episode and spill it <laughs> all <laughs> over the the interface. Yes. and everything. I'm going to do my best to not. Uh, Cause a disaster, but maybe we'll leave it. Maybe it'll sound really cool on the on the recording. If I, um, I think there was a a video. Was it a video that we did where I had a pen in my hand and I dropped it on the? We have a music stand with like the mm. script for the video. I think I dropped a pen in the last video or the one of the last couple of videos. And <laughs> clunk, you know. So uh, that's Oops. that's pretty good. We're we're obviously professionals here, so <laughs> we can we can handle that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, we're excited for for today's topic. We'll get into the main topic of. Pickup development here in a little bit, but I guess we can blast with the uh, what we do every podcast. Just talk about the uh, pickup chooser. Yeah, it's going to be a pickup heavy podcast. And if uh, you're looking for some pickups and you don't know what you want out of our lineup, or you know just want to see what what we offer, go ahead and fill out a form on the website, the pickup chooser form, and me and Brian will get back to you uh, relatively quickly and just kind of go back and forth with what we think you would like. And uh, there's links to that. All that fun stuff at the bottom, or you can just find it really easy on the uh, on the website there. Definitely, yeah, and that's been we mention it every week because I think that's really like the more we go through it, the more we just realize it's kind of our core of what we do as a company. We're really trying to help you find you know find a set, and that's um, that's pretty fun. We yeah. have we have a lot of a lot of long phone conversations sometimes because people really aren't sure what they want, but. Um, this allows us to help you get something that you're going to be happy with, and if you're not sure, um, lean on us because we can help you. With yeah, that, so we can provide more of a full service uh, experience, and yeah, we we are genuinely curious about the setups. And I, there's some people that that throw some really cool stuff, parts casters and different oh, yeah. configurations, and and we aren't able to uh, accommodate everybody's needs, but we definitely give it give it our all and try and give you something that you're going to be stoked with. So. Definitely, and there's a handful of like times where, if if you fill out the form, you can attach a picture of your guitar, which is helpful for us to check for cover ideas or for fits or anything like that. But every once in a while, we we kind of want people's guitars. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're like, ooh, that would be really cool. Maybe you need to send it to us for uh, for testing, product purposes. testing, and <laughs> but uh, we we do have fun with that, and and that's super enjoyable. So please fill that out, like Marco mentioned. Um, we. Did release our gold foils here in the last couple of weeks. I know the last, I think the last show we mentioned they were coming out, so they are now out and available on the website. Um, it, it'll be under the custom shop tab. If you go to YouTube, you can find a video of the gold foils of us talking about the gold foils. And there's a lot of cool, cool things on YouTube. We'll actually talk about kind of our most recent video that got released kind of the same week that we're recording this podcast, and that's the. Uh, HSS Deluxe Loaded Pickguard. So maybe, Marco, you want to talk a little bit about kind of the video and, and what we're featuring in that video? Yeah, well, that video features our beloved shop strat, and then we loaded it up with an HSS uh, Deluxe Guard that's got an add-neck switch and then a push-pull to split the uh, bridge there. So you can really just get two more sounds out of your strat that you uh, previously didn't have, and so you just kind of get more of an in-depth look. I know that you know you can say that, and you're like, I, I don't quite understand, and then in the video, hopefully... Uh, we we're not too confusing, but we we try to 
you know, make it simple to understand because it's uh, it definitely looks a little crazy in the cavity, but um, yeah, it's it's kind of a fun look at, at that, and I think uh, makes your strat twice the guitar. So twice definitely worth checking out there <laughs> at the YouTube channel. So. Yeah, and we we kind of we kept it pretty clean, um, not like PG clean, but like clean <laughs> tone. Yeah, um, it's. It just shows the the clean sounds of of the add next switch and, and kind of through the positions and I think that's um, something we always struggle with. We even talked about it this week. It was like how do we how do we make a video that shows the function first? And obviously we want to show the tone, but with that I don't I don't think I've added up how many different combinations you can do. But it's it's like endless of of the yeah. tones and what you can get out of that guitar. And then then do we want to do clean? And delay and you know overdrive and all, all this stuff and and I don't think that we want to feature all of that because the videos would be super long. Yeah. But we'll probably end up breaking up, you know, kind of saying, hey, we're going to feature this function here and just do shorter videos. Um, if if that's anything that that you guys want to see, you can leave a comment on YouTube. You can um, email us info at porterpickups.com. Just just as you're looking for different product demos and what would you like to see, what do you not like to see. Um, we can't please everyone. That was obvious when I opened up YouTube this morning. Um, <laughs> there's some comments that it's like, I wish you would have done it this way, or this doesn't help, and and that's fine. Like I get it, and we want to we want to show showcase whatever we can to to you know. Obviously, our goal is making you want to buy the product. That's what we're in business for. But at the same time, we want to we want to show what they do, and we want to communicate that through video and through the audio that's captured. So. That could be a number of different things, so feel free to uh, send suggestions on that, and we will include a link to the uh, the builder for the HSS loaded pickguard in in this episode as well. So that is a way you can go through and choose models, you can choose options, pickguard color for any of our loaded strap pickguards. So we'll, I think we'll just include a link to the generic loaded strap page, and then they can go from there. Yeah. That way, if they want to do like a HSH or a three single, um, yeah. then they can start from there. So. I think that will be that'll be a good way to go, and you can just mess around with it and kind of look look at it. It doesn't actually like visually change everything. We're not that fancy, but it's got all the options there and the pricing, which is kind of what people want to know: how much does it cost, and how much you know, how many things can I jam in this one? Yeah, <laughs> jam in this one pickguard. Um, but but yeah, let's jump into our main topic today. I think this is something that uh, because we have been in pickup development mode for. The last couple months with the gold foils, and then even um, we have our Ricochet Trons that we're building, like our second ever set this week. And mm-hmm. um, we've had the the first set in the demo guitar for quite a while. Uh, but just kind of it made me think about that process of how we develop pickups and kind of the steps that we go through, the ways that we, um, yeah, just dive into you know how how we create a new model here. So we kind of want to peel the curtain back, if you will. We want to let you guys know um, just what it takes or what what we the process that we go through, and it's never the same process. But there's kind of some key elements that we'll we'll touch on uh, that that are you know essential to to how we develop these pickups. So maybe uh, if you want to start us off, and and we'll just kind of rip through a few of these things that we go through to make a pickup here at Porter. Yeah, totally. Well, obviously we got to kind of have an idea and. Um some sort of concept and and usually it it comes out of something where we've got like a 
a pickup or something that we haven't heard in a while, or, or somebody's just asking for a specific thing, like, oh, hey, what's what's your jazz master? How you know how can you do jaguars or something? How can you do them differently, or or what stands your pickup apart from anybody else? Because that's the other thing we're not about to try and just make direct clones of of everything. Everything that we make here, we try and make it unique and and you know our our porter pickups way and. We're not just trying to make a bunch of clones of clones of everything. You know, we want it to have its own little purpose and and like a thing in the in the market or whatever. Like uh, the ricochet is something that is not something that you. I mean, you have to kind of take a, a a double take when you look at it, and you have to think about what's going on when you look at it. Um, but it was just something that w- we thought didn't really exist, and we just wanted to see if it would work. And then we just kind of see what guitar we have that we can throw it into and maybe format it differently for the routes or whatever. Like you were saying that uh, Ricochet Tron. So we have this guitar with the uh, the Tron routes. And so we're like, let's adapt that Ricochet format to the different route. And then we've also fitted into a regular P90 sized route. So, you know, we just, we try to kind of find where it sits and and then just kind of go for it from there and you know there's a lot of crude sketches involved and <laughs> but we do just take a you know try and take the customer's word for it i mean and there's stuff that concepts that are very common and come up but we just are not quite happy with the end result so it's not something that we necessarily put out like it does go through a fair amount of testing in it you know, sits in guitars for a while before we're like, you know, do we need to make this? Does this need to be out there in the world? Are we just tooting our own horn or something because we can make pickups? Like, you know, we we want to have a purpose with the pickup there. So, you know, something entirely new or if we're trying to hit a specific sound, that's kind of the fun of the pickup chooser is people have sounds and you know, there's a lot of things that I think people are, a lot of sounds that are common and people are looking for, but everyone goes about them, goes about getting there a different way. So, you know, we're just trying to keep the ideas flowing to, to stay exciting and, and make fun pickups. So, you know, we go from there and once the idea is there, then we start to think about the wire and then the magnets and then, you know, final kind of like fit and finish kind of stuff which can take a long time depending on what your <laughs> what the look is. I mean, and it's kind of like writing a song to me that the uh, spark or the main thing comes from different aspects sometimes. Like sometimes you're the, you want to try and find a sound and sometimes you're like, well, I like the look of this or we'll see, we'll have a fun powder coating accident. And we're like, ooh, this is a cool look. Like this makes me feel like playing this kind of way. And then, you know, you kind of like reverse engineer it that way, so... There's just kind of a million different ways to go about yeah. doing it. Yeah, for sure. And that's the the design phase is kind of the, you know, you mentioned the the idea to the design phase. I mean, that's that does probably take the longest mm-hmm. of any any process because you're you're saying, okay, I got this concept. I remember the ricochets. Do you remember the first like idea for the ricochets? Do you remember what I did? It was it was a bunch of okay. It was a bunch of nails in the in the arcing pattern of oh. a ricochet, and I wrapped string around it. And I'm like, here's what I want to do. This. I don't know if you remember that, <laughs> um, but it was just like a concept in my head. But I had to like instead of draw it, I had to like make, and it was really lame. It was just a bunch of like um, 
I don't know, like brad nails from an air nailer or mm-hmm. something, and then they wrap string around it. Like, this is what I want to do. I want to make a triangle coil. Yeah. And then it ended up becoming a pickup that was was usable. And that's really like the design part of it is probably, um, by now doing this for a while, we kind of know what we want kind of out of a, out of a set. But the design phase can can just go and go and go and go. Because yeah. we're trying to pick, you know, trying to pick something that's going to achieve what we want to achieve, and and going into it sometimes, like there's sets where we like we know exactly what we want, we build the prototype, and it's in a guitar that same day. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not always always the case. Yeah, and the, I mean, there's a lot of issues that arise there too, and you know, with different parts. And luckily now that we're we, luckily we have the capacity to cut a lot of our own stuff here, so now we can you know, design and have it all be cut. But like if you're just building with parts that you kind of have to find online, you know, you only have so much room and sometimes parts don't fit different parts that you get from different places. So it, it there's, there's kind of a headache aspect too of popping it together. And so you're, the first prototypes don't even maybe there's like, you know, there's no screws holding them together. And, and, you know, it's just kind of like proofs of concept and making sure that like, okay, this does work. And this is kind of getting, we're getting in the right ballpark. So yeah, that's there's always fun stuff that, that also pop up there too when we're designing. I mean, <laughs> when you think about how deep a, a humbucker is, like there's not a lot of room in there and the ricochet is one of the pickups where we cut a lot of it here and it's all, you know, it's just the open, you know, cover around in the base plate or, or what come to us and everything else is is our, you know, the guts is all porter through and through. So it is cool that we're able to, to go that far and design on that level too. And we're really trying to make something unique and cool for, for everybody out there. People have been doing some really cool stuff with the ricochets. So yeah, that's been surprising to see where they've ended up even like on heavy, you know, heavy metal focused guitars just because they're like low wind and crisp and clear cuts right through the mix. And I think, I think we've over the last couple of years, I, I would say that we've kind of morphed in our design phase where we're, we're really trying to, to, you know, when it comes to like, um, I don't even know how to say it, but like, say you're at the fork of the road in the development process, everyone else is going left and you want to go right because like our, our WRH or wide ranges, for example, it's like we could go and try to get the, the original magnets and try to do a clone, or we could say, this is the platform. What, how can we kind of make it, make it our own? Yeah. And then oftentimes people kind of say, well, how does it compare to the other ones? And we, we don't really give them an answer. We say, this is our own, we chose our own path. Uh, yeah. We want to innovate in our own way. You know, and sometimes, like you said, there's limitations within the footprint, but we want to continue to try to explore what, what's possible. Um, and then, then after the design phase, we're into the testing phase, which is, which is the really fun phase yeah, for us. Really. Uh, it's kind of like we make all these things, we put them in a guitar, and, and I still get... I don't want to. I don't know if it's nervous or anxious or it's it's some combination of the two. Where it's like, definitely, we're not really making it for anyone when we first start, but we're just. It's like that anticipation of like, all right, here's like we're loading in a guitar. What is it going to sound like? Are we going to enjoy it? Is it going to suck? Is it going to be like the coolest new sound ever? Um, we don't know. So, oftentimes, in the development phase, we're we're actually like prepping a guitar at the same time like oftentimes maybe marco's putting this new concept together and and i'm ripping the guts out of a guitar and just we're 
think neither of us like to just sit on it. Um, yeah, we we want to <laughs> we want to test it. We want to hook it up to the tester yeah. and, and tap it and make sure it's going to work, right? Yeah. So we've got we've got what we call the ghetto test, which is uh, <laughs> affectionately known around here. We have different uh, deluxe and standard ghetto test, um, but basically it's just some some clips wired to a jack. Uh, we also have one that's got a three way switch and a splitter and and all sorts of stuff. This just allows us to audio test the pickup. So before it actually goes into a guitar, we're we're ghetto testing it, meaning that we're hooking the pickup directly to a jack, and we're usually turning it upside down and putting it over the strings of an existing guitar, just giving it a strum and making sure the volume's where we want it. Um, we're not really listening for tone at that point. Mm-hmm. We're just making sure that it works and it's and it's, it's an alive. audible pickup. <laughs> it, it makes sound basically, because um, because we'll go back, you know, kind of do the test and then we'll go back to the design phase and we kind of. We often will bounce back and forth between those two steps yeah. quite a bit. Um, but then we get it in a guitar and then we start um, kind of start this this process of just playing it back and forth in the in in the shop. Um, you and I will take it, play it. Often I'll take guitars home with new pickups and just spend some time through different setups at home. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got kind of a couple standard like amps that we just know how they sound. And so those are the ones that we play new pickups through first because we have this concept of, okay, this amp sounds like this. And we can actually, it's almost like we're hearing the pickup for what it is and we're not like, we're not letting the amp distract us. Yeah. Does that seem like a good way to put it? Yeah, totally. It's our, our reference point. It's our control because it more than any other amp, we know what, what, these, what these amps are doing, um, you know, 100%. Yeah. Know? Yeah, and so then after that, you know, if it's kind of, uh, you know, it passes the test, it gets the the uh, gold star, the the check mark like you did at school or something like you get a passing grade. Yeah. Um, if if it gets the passing grade, it still has to go through another another few filters. So so for me, when I, when we release a pickup, it's got to sound good, um, but it has to fit a need. So. Tonally, I don't want to make two pickups that sound exactly the same. So two tele models that sound the same, two strap models, whatever. It's got to, you know, it's got to sound good, but it's got to find its own place in our mm-hmm. lineup. We have a big lineup, but I think that everything that we make does have its own kind of corner of of this the tone spectrum, or however you want to say it. Yeah, no. So that's a good so it's got to it's got to have that, um, and that's really. That's really a place where some pickups have died. They've actually made it through, like we like the sound, they've made it through some of those other things, but they just haven't got past that because it's got to fit a need. Um, like we've developed, we get asked all the time to make hum-canceling single coils, hum-canceling pickups, and for the most part, many of our prototypes never got past that, that phase because it does what it's supposed to do, it cancels a hum, but we weren't happy with the sound or we weren't happy with the function of it and where it was going to sit. And so rather than just release something that does the job of hum canceling, we don't, it has to fit the tone. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to be happy with the tone. Um, we've actually killed a few models post release and we'll talk about that in a second, but um, <laughs> there's been several factors in that, but um, yeah, it's got to, it's got to fit that tone spectrum for sure. And then I'll just talk about those. There's a couple models. Um, we had HBP90 for a while, which has been dead for probably five or six years at least. Mm. I would say, maybe even before you came on. Yeah, probably right um, before. 
So it's it's been a while, um, but that one was sort of released to accomplish the the hum canceling in a P90 footprint, and we could never get it fully to where we wanted it, wanted it to because we're taking away the magic of a P90 at that point. We were mm-hmm. accomplishing the hum canceling. Um, it was because of the hum canceling design. It actually was probably about a twenty percent volume drop, so it didn't do what a P90 does. It didn't didn't P90 snarl and bite and bark and all those you know, buzzwords that you think about with P90s. <laughs> so that one got to the chopping block pretty quick. Um, there was another one, uh, WRJM, same kind of deal, making a wide range in the Jazzmaster. Didn't quite get there the way we wanted it to. Yeah, it, um, it was also a production headache, honestly. So between those two factors, we're like, well, this did get, it did get to market, but we're actually, you know, it's almost like we're just not happy with it. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, you were... You're 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 heading to the chopping block now because uh, uh, it's not working. And then in the case of like our modern Strat, we used to have a modern Strat set. You may still find those videos floating around. We developed the Hybrid Plus, and that was sort of a souped-up modern set. And and so the the modern Strat set kind of became obsolete there because with the Hybrid Plus Strat set, you can actually just lower the lower the pickup heights, and it sounds exactly like the modern. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of a that was the example of like if it doesn't have a sonic place, it's not gonna it's not gonna last. And so that's why we got rid of the the modern strat. So the development kind of we do this process, and um, you know as of right now, I don't see too many things on the chopping block, but um, I do like the to narrow the focus as we you know as we add more stuff. It's like do we need these other concepts? Yes or no? And kind of kind of finding a place for that. Yeah, and like the stuff that you see up there on the website that stood the test of time, and that's the stuff that's like ticking a lot of boxes, and people, you know, people love it, and that's this, you know, the stuff that we're making week in week, you know, week after week. So it's it's the good stuff, yeah, the stuff that's still up there, and people uh, people love it. So that's that's nice. It's it's been great. So <laughs> yeah. So then the last the last phase, I'll have you talk about this a little bit too, but. This is like the take it to market phase. So after it's passed the test, we like it, it has a place, kind of what's the next step from there to actually making it a real official product? Yeah, well, and after we've uh, we got it, we're ready. We're ready to pop it in the truck and take it to the fair. You know, it involves like take, take it to the fair. Yeah, <laughs> it involves, uh, you know, taking some nice demo photos and, you know, trying to really represent what this pickup is going to do, you know, kind of in a little nutshell and then, you know, start to dream up the concept of the sound files and the video and we're like, okay, what what can we do to highlight what we think this pickup is going to is going to do? Like what what's its ballpark and how can we showcase that? Because there's so many, you know, cool demo videos out there and yeah, everybody does it a different way. So we want to give it to you just like in a very easy to consume way so that it's not super confusing and you know nice and simple and here's what this pickup is doing and hope hope you like the sound of everything um but yeah then it's just like photos putting it on the web page putting in all the links and then trying to just get it out there to where uh, everybody can see it so that you know you can uh, hopefully be inspired by it as well you know like we were inspired to make it in the first place so yeah trying to we're trying to make more like a little bit more in-depth product videos, kind of like here we're going to show you the sound of this new pickup, but here's here's kind of a, a snapshot of, of the process of making it or what we 
what we were shooting for. And that's a little different. It's not just like, here's the demo, take it or leave it. It's kind of, we wanted to let you into that process of the development a little bit too. And um, I think that's, I don't know, that's something that we enjoy too, just kind of uh, just just saying this is this is the process, this is how we do it, um, and here's our new thing. And, and I think too, I, I have to remember, like we want to continue to, be inspired by what we're creating and we are inspired by the pickups that we developed. Mm-hmm. Like some of them are the original concepts that I developed like 14 years ago. But when we develop something new, it's kind of like kind of like starts to fire again, right? It's just like it's a challenge. Like I think you and I for it's like, okay, how can we make something super cool right now? And then it's like, all right, that that process just kind of keeps that, you know. Creativity, fire. Yeah, yeah, it just keeps the the itch scratch for making new stuff, and and I think we're like we're not even bothered by something that we make that just doesn't really you know get past step two or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just the the fact that we're pushing ourselves to create stuff behind the scenes, and um, so many things never can come to market, and even stuff that's like we put in guitars, and <laughs> it's it's just we have fun with it for a few weeks and. And we just have to make that decision whether or not yeah. it, it gets um, anyone else gets to hear it, kind yeah. of thing. Like, um, that was fun, but next, kind yeah, of thing. <laughs> right, exactly. So that's just a look inside this this process of creating a pickup, and it's again, it's kind of a rough formula. We don't always, you know, we don't always follow it perfectly. Um, there's some times where. You know, it's gone from idea to market in a very short amount of time, and that's pretty cool to be able to be like, all right, we got this, and and it's out. Or at times we have people ask us about developing something where we're making a custom version of something. And Mm -hmm. usually if it's like a custom wound version of a humbucker or something, that's pretty easy to develop. Yeah, definitely. But we'll include some links for uh, for all all this stuff. We've got our YouTube channel. We've got the HSS video that we talked about. Um, that's just a, like, I think that's just like a bird's eye view of this, of this process. And, and I would say like, even you got something on the bench. Yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about it or if you want to leave it a mystery, but we, we kind of, I don't know, we sort of, once the gold foils came out, we're like, all right, what's next? Next. And we kind of like reignited the development process and, and, uh, our hope is that we, and we talked about the custom shop a couple of weeks ago, but our hope is that the custom shop starts to put out some really cool stuff that's only available through that. Yeah, no, we definitely have got a, a fire under us right now, and we want to just keep trying to innovate. I know that you know it's it's sometimes it's harder than others, but it's one of those common things that yeah, um, just we're trying to crack the uh, ever present mystery of our noiseless single coil, maybe potentially right now in a in one of our very unique footprints. So that might be something that's going to be hitting the custom shop. I mean, it's something that is definitely in this process of the, of the pickup design and the concept work. So that's exciting. And, and yeah, I was really excited about it yesterday just to get it. You know, I felt like a uh, Dr. Frankenstein hooking it up to the tester and <laughs> it's tapping him. It it's works. Alive. And yeah. then I grabbed a, another one and I was like, okay, this should have some 60 cycle hum. And I hooked it up, and it did. So I was like, "Okay, I was I canceled the noise successfully." But you know, 
that's you know that's a small portion that's a small victory in this entire <laughs> design phase because yeah. there's a million variables and they're also tiny so they change anything and so you don't really know what correlates with what because you know I'm not a electromagnetic scientist yes you are you know not <laughs> you're a mad scientist I'm a, definitely a mad scientist yeah I definitely felt that way yesterday so there's just cool stuff and we definitely want to keep adding awesome stuff to the custom shop stuff that is like within the bounds of our normal lineup but then also just a lot more I'm going to say freestyle like you know give us some ideas and we'll see what we can do and yeah. and same thing with the videos like if you want to hear something or if you have ideas there's definitely people that read that stuff we are looking at that stuff and yeah so it does matter to us and but just real quick, I'll even just link that, uh, you know, we've got more podcasts too coming up soon planned and a lot of good conversations. We'll see uh, where that comes um, into play as well. But there's definitely going to be a lot more interesting interviews lined up with some people that you all might know. So, yeah, we've got we've got some good conversations. I want to I don't want to tease one of them, but it's um, we're diving into the topic of relic, relic mm. guitars yes. um, with a. Uh, with a friend of ours that does YouTube demos for us, so that's going to be that's going to be a fun conversation. I think within the next week or two, we're going to have that um, have that recorded and and all that. So I'm I'm curious to see. I mean, that's like a I don't want to say it's a touchy subject, but it's kind of like everyone has like really strong opinions on the relic guitar thing, and I'm just kind of curious, like how it started and kind of where it. it you know where it got, but we won't get too much into that right now. But it just like I'm interested in in this conversation. I think it hopefully will be pretty interesting. But we do appreciate you guys listening to the Tonecast, and and we're going to continue to pump these out, like Marco mentioned, and try to try to get some cool topics. Um, if you have show suggestions, if you have interview suggestions, um, send them to info at porterpickups.com via email, and we'll make sure that uh, we can put those in. If you want to um, even record. A voicemail or something, you can call us and be like, "Hey, this is a question for for your podcast," and just leave a voicemail, and we can put that uh, kind of put your recording on the air and, oh, yeah. and answer it. So, just kind of a little bit more interactive um, stuff as much as we can. But we'd love to uh, continue to talk about like guitar topics, obviously trending guitar topics. Dive into our own stuff every once in a while, but but really just get kind of a pulse of what's going on in the industry, and and that's that's fun for us to to sit down and do that. So thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time.